Uh, news time, Damo, Ooh. and trades front and centre. Names everywhere. Let me throw a few yeah. at you. Dylan Sheil. Dylan Sheil, uh, again, just to get the facts out, he's contracted for next year, Jim, but there is, uh, as we've been saying for some time now, a... Uh, a realisation in, in Melbourne that he's gettable, Duck, and there have been discussions with his management about that being the case, and the added problem for the, the Giants is that they are, the way I read it, BT, to be a million dollars on budget over salary cap going into 2019. It's a plan that they... Uh, so that equates to what? What does uh, that mean? McCoy's were a marquee player having yeah. to come off their list. Right. Uh, now, they, they've Gee, planned for at it. At least one. At least one, <laughs> yeah. They've planned for it, but they did so on the back of thinking they were going to be winning a, a premiership in in that 2016-17-18 period. We know they've missed the past uh, or lost the past two prelim finals. So their planning was, was sound, but they haven't got the premiership yet. They seem to be uh, plateauing right now, and they're now going into this period where they were uh, already planning to remove some big-name players to, to deal with this budgetary problem without the success that they had hoped to get. So Scully's also contracted beyond even next year, but I think he, he will be talked about as well. So he's Scully, a Shield type of person who will need to be moved off as a starting point just to get them back on track financially. He needs to find year. a bit of form too, Shield, doesn't he? He just needs to get back to his best. He's not yep. quite at his best not at the moment. Quite. Do they, with that in mind, if the Shield thing doesn't happen, can't happen, whatever, and Scully you know, what's this space? Do I, and I have no line of sight on this, by the way, so please don't read anything into us. Do, do they look at Josh Kelly and go, Potentially going anyway. Let's do it this year and get the deal right. I'm not hearing that at all. That's not to say it won't possibly yep. happen because North Melbourne, when they had the conversation with him this time last year and got the no from him and then also knew that he only signed for two years, knew that they were uh, already in pole position for that conversation at the end of 2019. You, you would think, Jim, the way these football clubs operate these days, that that question would have already been asked to this point oh, in time. No, but but no, I'm no. not... Again, the, the way you get your information from uh, in this space is usually from other clubs who always have an awareness of what other clubs seem to be doing. That's not coming up with regards to Josh Kelly right. this year. The other big one, too, and again, he's contracted, is Stephen May. And we've been talking about, I think, BT for three or four months now. He he's um he's very much open to coming to Melbourne to continue his career and the Collingwood Footy Club is already and it, there's been probably 15 to 18 months of conversations with his management about that possibility. Again, like Shield, contracted for 2018, but uh, with their situation, the Gold Coast Suns, and, and needing to almost start again, despite uh, despite doing that uh, eight years ago as a, as a starting point. They can't lose they're, another captain, well, surely. They're, they're open to it, Bill, and, and I don't care what they say publicly. They, they, if he cannot commit to them beyond that contract he's got, they will happily move him on this year. And there's a, a bidding war for him, Jim, behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. It's yet to ramp up totally because they're yet to get the go button on it but the clubs are poised and ready to, to go down the path of him. And, and Collingwood is really keen on, on him, as, as Carlton has engaged in conversations through the management about that possibility as well. And look, every club, if they got the uh, the nod that he's gettable, Jim, every club will be in for that. So where does Moore fit in with the yeah, May trade? It's it's a complete pause button, as it has been since, the, since even before this season started. We know he cannot get on the park. We know he's got the hamstring problems. And we know that he still deep down would hope to be part of Collingwood's campaign this year, but he's uh, been unable to play footy this year. He's certainly parked his contractual talks to the end of the year, and, and we historically, nine times out of ten, we know what happens when that happens. So, But he is caught up in this May conversation. If May was to go to Collingwood, and then again, May will... Collingwood's interested in May because they think 
Richmond's got Lynch. So right. okay. this this is all the domino effect that the Tom Lynch thing has. And again, the industry is just convinced that Lynch goes to Richmond. Yeah. I always always leave the wiggle room once these official trade talks start after the grand final. But that's what the industry is saying. What happens to Lynch? Uh, can I just put to you a little uh, snippet uh, that a very yeah. high profile player from a very high profile club went and met with Lynch in the last. Uh, week or oh, 10 right. days. Well, not Richmond. Right. Uh, oh, I'm not going to say which clubs. I'm just going to say that uh, a very high-profile okay. player from a very high-profile high club. club went and met with Lynch up oh, on the Gold Coast right, in uh, really? okay, so 10 days. It's been a race in three, Richmond, Collingwood and oh. Hawthorne. Oh. When how you high, say high-profile, I'm thinking how high profile? the oh, black oh. and white stripes. Well, high-profile, oh. you, you don't get any higher-profile at it your club than this person. This person. Oh. So a Collingwood player met with Lynch is no. what you're saying. Or a Hawthorne? No. Or you are, aren't you? Right? That's what you're saying. saying. Paddy Dangerfield or Geelong? Or? Anyway, no. don't bother asking. I'm just saying that the, no, I, the he was seen on the plane and uh, oh, he got right. off of the goal. Really? And then he uh, went to... Uh, All right. right. So All right, I see. Big, big okay. uh, They're not giving up. Mitch McGovern? Uh, Carlton has had the front running on that. Uh, Adelaide Crows, as we know, are, are in a mess, and we'll talk about the specifics of that mess later on uh, in, in our program today. Jim, Rob Chapman spoke at their best and fairest last night, and we'll bring our listeners uh, a snapshot of that. But he, uh, he, he'll be Melbourne the way I read it. Uh, people sort of speculating he might want to go back to Perth, but I, I see it being oh, a Melbourne situation. And, and city of Melbourne. Carlton, city of Melbourne, yeah. <laughs> Carlton is, is really keen. They're not going to engage uh, around the number one pick, Jim, but the priority pick that they'll get uh, in some form will be part of this conversation. Well, 18, if they got 8 or 19 or 20, would that be enough? So, to me, that would be enough. That, that would would be what I would rate Mitch McGovern yep. about as much as Adelaide think he might be a you know, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 sort of uh, value on a, on, a, on a pure draft he, ranking. He's he, not that good. He did turn up at the best and fairest at Adelaide last night. He was there. Was he? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Is he wanting to go to Carlton? Uh, I'm yet to get my head around that. The fact that his management has spoken to Carlton would suggest to me that uh, he's open to the possibilities around it. a two-win 18th finish season, that would be a very good get. Because you would imagine a player like he could choose from, well, at least seven of the ten Victorian clubs. So for him to choose to go to Carlton would be a very good get for the Blues. Yeah, and they're the ones that have led the way to this point uh, on him, the way I I particularly read it. Is he that good, though? I... I know he's potential, and he's a big game player, Jim, isn't he? I mean, he kicks goals at crunch moments both and has can play both ends. And can play both ends, he's but ultimately his, he hasn't played fifty games. And yeah, I'm not as sold on him, Jim, as being okay. a, 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 the solution to clubs' problems. Could he be his brother, though, Duck? No, nah. yeah. really. You don't mm. think he's going to reach that Not price. as consistent. Mm. Lysette? Uh, Lysette, uh, attracting a lot of uh, interest. Port Adelaide is is the club that has really shown interest there. And while they're, uh, they've loaded up, haven't they, with big men in, in Dixon and, and before that, Ryder, they are concerned about Ryder. And, and, and not for, for what he brings when he's out there. It's just that how much longer has he got? Lysette's gettable. And uh, at this stage, at this stage, Port Adelaide, uh, by my reading, is in front with Lysette. It's interesting, isn't it? I don't get why uh, Duck Braden Pruce hasn't got more yeah, interest. Mm. Uh, I mean, he is ready to go. Yeah. Now, he's not going to be uh, Simon Madden. Everyone knows that. But he is uh, ferocious to the point where he's scary, and I don't reckon enough Ruckman are yeah, anymore. I agree with that. And yeah. secondly, he has been on a list now for three or four years. So what is Goldie that? is the most endure, you know, the most durable Ruckman yeah. in the comp, so he never gets a look in. He should go somewhere you know where you is? need that sort he's of player. The, um, he's the mum- mum- 
Stanford. That's at, it. At, uh, you know, that's at Geelong, it. and then went to Sydney and became a premiership player and a great player at GWS. That's exactly the position he's in right now. I agree. He, he um, just didn't get a game, no. a game this no. year. Well, well that's because Goldie plays yeah. every yeah. minute of every game. I mean, he never misses Goldie, and he's you know, to be fair to Braden Bruce, Goldie is a much better ruckman, that's so right. he's not kicking yeah. him out of the side. But he should be on a list and playing footy somewhere. Just for where with his grunt. Now speaking of North Melbourne. One of them are going going to go there because Billy Hartung's gone during the uh, week. Which yeah, they're, they're clearing it out. And so they are. So yeah. it's Gaff or Polak or both. It's Polak who's who's just about there. He, just about there. Uh, and, and that's what Port Adelaide is now known for a good six to eight weeks. That the North offer blew them out of the water. They increased their offer to a point where I feel it probably got pretty competitive to, for Ooh. him to stay. But he hasn't yet said he's going to stay. You, you saw the reaction after the last game last week yeah. where where people were. We're saying goodbye to him, weren't they, in, in a way. And, again, we've now a week beyond that last game for Port Adelaide. He hasn't recommitted to that club. So that uh, talk, Jim and yep. Bill, is is that Gaff. he will go there. Gaff, there is still a, a pause on it because of the situation he's got around his father who is still is still dealing with a, a medical issue which happened the week after the uh, the Andrew Brayshaw situation that he was dealing with. And clubs are respecting his wish just to, to get through and, and, and deal with that family component to his life right now before they get uh, the, to the nitty-gritty end of that. But, Bill, there is a scenario where North could get both, both. Pollock Be- and Gaff. Beams? Beams has recommitted, but it took him until, you, I think it was yesterday, wasn't it, Bill, to, to do so. And, and just to back over what we had been saying for some time, he, he was really desperate to get back to Melbourne. He, his father has passed away, as we know, in, in Brisbane or Gold Coast, which was the reason he went to uh, to the southeast Queensland corner. Yep. Two years to run of a contract. Greg Swan, the chief executive officer, said, we're not going to partake in talks. And he, and he followed suit recently uh, after Greg Swan said that to say he's staying but he did engage through his management with talks at footy clubs and there was in his mind at one stage until about a month ago Jim a possibility that he was going to go back to Collingwood uh, to to at least ask officially for that to happen it's not happening it's off the table that whole thing ended abruptly I thought that was strange the way it ended I wasn't sure that it was him exploring that there wasn't anyone else no there were were, were suitors it's just the club I think to its credit uh, said you've got a contract with us we're not going to engage and in the end, he's got uh, he's put himself into line with that way of thinking. And but but he, he he had through his management talked with clubs. JB, this is what I think needs to happen at other clubs, mm-hmm. particularly with young draftees that have come along and said all of a sudden they want to go home. I reckon the clubs need to start calling these guys bluff. I agree. Yeah, yeah. and uh, totally saying agree. no, mate, we're not we're yeah. not negotiating. You can sit out a footy if you want, and yep. we're prepared to lose you yep. on that basis. But we're gonna mm. we're gonna make you stay no, instead no. of the oh. Gold Coast paying four hundred thousand yeah. for Will Brody. Yeah, and Adelaide have sort of yeah. said that about McGovern though. Mm. They've said if they don't get the deal done, he can he'll walk play- into the draft. He'll be no, he'll be playing in Adelaide next year. Mm. Speak to me about Collingwood. Um, tell me about Jaden Stevenson, the rising star. Yeah, we go. I think Duck wasn't he? He was the right winner of that award yesterday, wasn't he? The rising yeah, star officially. Yeah. Yeah. To me, he, he had done enough. To... It, was a, it was a very. Uh, I thought it was a very even year. Yeah, I, I really it's did. a good batch of kids, isn't it? Yeah, D- Doday coming uh, second there, about ten votes behind. Witherden, Doday, Witherden, Doday finished fourth in the best and fairest. Where did Richards come? Did he? Where did Richards come? Richards no, got, got some one votes. Vote. Yeah. Only one. One vote. Aaron Francis got one vote. I thought he was good. Jack Higgins and Jack Henry well, were... Uh, the best kid in there fifth. only got four votes. Cam Rayner. Jürgen's the best there. Yeah. Yeah, well, he, he may well be over the, over the journey. The question I posed on the Rush Hour yesterday, and I think people misinterpreted it, Bristol, <clears throat> that I'm being critical of Jaden Stevenson. I'm not. He is a worthy winner of that award. I just said, Damo, five years' time, we yeah. put this in the vault and yeah. revisit it. Is he going to be the best kid out of that draft? Yeah. Well, he might be, but... 
you, you, well, Rayner, Dow, Chera, there are some ripping yeah. kids coming yeah. out of this draft. That's and a very good. You just wonder if he is. That's all. Yeah, and if he is, good luck to him. But on. he's he's done. He's the worthy winner of this award. But I want to see in five years where they're all placed. Yeah, yeah. well, let's see what he is. The nicest mm-hmm. kid. Some of the words he, spoke he said well, yesterday. He? he spoke very, very yeah, well brilliant. for a yeah. young nineteen-year-old kid. Yep. Fantastic. Well, well, I like the fact that he was a first-year player. I mean, I, I know that the criteria for the Tim award Kelly. allows even a third-year player in um, Aaron Francis's situation. He played the five late games this yeah. year, and he got a couple of. Or one vote, didn't he? I think, yeah, he from did. one of the judges. Yeah. And he might be the best player out of it too, Jim. Mm. But he's obviously been a, a player in the system for some yeah. time. I like the fact that this year's winner was a first-year player. Yeah, I agree. Well yeah. done to him.